Now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to a special edition of the Mink and Dish podcast, wherever you get your podcast, but also on YouTube. I am the real One Chip Challenge world champion, Scott Spot Savage, along with... And I'm Suede Wade. Uh, we decided to do a special edition of this because we were going to do it in a podcast form. I was like, let's do a YouTube special as well. We are going to do... It's a Halloween special, so we have to do something... For Halloween. What's the biggest movie in Halloween right now? What's the biggest Halloween blockbuster? Uh, the in, wi- a, in a world where there's no blockbusters currently. The Witches? Oh. i never seen the original, so I can't tell you. Uh, it it uh, traumatized me as a child, and I haven't watched it since. Uh, no, we're going to do the Netflix big hit? Big, More like big shit. Who be... Hubie Halloween. Yes. Um, a Happy Madison joint. And the fu- the thing that's interesting about this is the fact that the big deal, one of the big deals that I was reading about was this is kind of like the Sandlerverse. Like you see allusions to uh, characters from other movies he's done, or you flat out see other characters from movies he's done. Yes. Um, I don't know what all it is. I don't even know if this is the first one. I just know this is the one where I was first hearing about it. Um that that piqued my interest a little, and I was hearing some rumblings. I was hearing like, "Oh, this is actually one of Adam Sandler's better of Netflix movies since he had that deal going on with Netflix." Wait, you can give me that look. That's just what I heard. I'm not. I didn't tell. I, I didn't tell you this. I know. I didn't tell you that it was going to be good. But I. But uh. So we thought, you know what? People are talking about it, and even my wife wanted to watch it. So I was like, you know what? If the people are talking about it, but more importantly, if the most important person in my life wants to see it, you know, we'll watch it. And there's very few things I regret doing in my life. Watching this was one of them. Uh, so I think, you know, we have not discussed much about it. I mean, you told me you hated it. I, I was giving Wade the play-by-play as, of my feelings as I was yeah. watching the movie. Uh, so... Yeah, so we have. I mean, I'm gonna say it now. It's not a good movie. Um, oh hell no! But not even, not the I least. think I think it's passable of a movie. You, I think you could say in personal insult. I found it a personal insult. Yes, okay. and I'll tell you why. One of the things that I hate in movies, I hate, especially in comedy, I hate mean spirited movies that just bombard you with it. And this is one of them where it just was like so aggressively mean and just rude and wrong. And what really pissed me off was the ending that had to do like in regards to the tone of the movie. Not not the post credit. Not 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 not. There wasn't the, a post credit. Not even the, you know the credits have like that. You know they play the gag reel. Yeah no no, no 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 the you're actual ta- end of the about, movie. You're talking about the actual movie. Right. So, just the camera there. Right. The actual end. Um. 
So it's just it was one of those things. And the the main problem I had with how mean spirited it was is there's really no reason for them to be as like just viscerally and just whole just black heartedly evil to this man who's done nothing but be nice and be helpful and try to keep everybody safe and just be a good person and it's not funny like it's like you can do that shit and be funny but it's not fun the way they do it it's not funny it's just like sad and like it's and it wouldn't it wouldn't even be so bad if they didn't also pile up all this sympathetic shit on top of it like like the the you know like did they do we have to was this the moment we had to do a callback to the piss stained sheets from the water boy or just oh I did, didn't get that or did we oh. have or do we have to like just like make him live like the saddest life on top of everybody and be bullied by a kid named a Doyle. Yeah, yeah, like Doyle rules. But I don't even know if he. I don't even know if he, the kids said that. If they did, let me know. But I don't remember it. But like, it was just one of those things where it was so mean spirited, spirited, but also not funny. Like you can be mean spirited and be funny. This is not an example of that. So <clears throat> I took, I took notes on this movie, and I want to go through them. So. In Adam Sandler movies, I think there's four types of jokes in Adam Sandler movies. Right. There's excrement, either vomit or poop. That's or gotta, urine. Or urine. That's got to be in it. Yes. And Second one. Box ticked. Has to be uh, has to be a genitalia joke. Box ticked. Uh, and then the last one is physical gag. And don't worry, I timed these. Box ticked. Yes. And also, I was also putting another check for fart. There, okay, there was I, not a fart joke in this. No, there there were farts. There were farts. What was yeah, it? Uh, it was like at the very beginning he farts, and Walter's like, "That's okay. That's natural." Remember, Hubie farts in front of Walt Walter. <sighs> okay, well, uh, so my notes. All show, those notes, and he forgot the fart. Uh, so in a minute in, there was a penis joke. It was uh, when he pulled when Ben Stiller, Hal L. From yeah. Captain Gilmore. We fi- he finally, it was on his name tag in the movie, but he finally, his name is finally uttered in a, in an Adam Sandler So when movie. he pulls off the, uh, the, the sheet, the sheet, it's a uh, jello, but with a hot dog for a penis. So there's yeah. your penis joke. Uh, okay. So also I put in my notes, Hoobie's accent shtick is old at two minutes. Hoobie gets introduced about a minute and a half. There is a lot of stuff in this movie that gets old really fast. Even, like, some creative stuff. Like, uh, one of the things that I thought was creative at first, but, like, it kind of wore out its welcome, was the the thermos. The thermos. I did like his Swiss Army thermos. Here's the thing. If it didn't wear out its welcome, the joke about it not having a compass built into it would have been so funny. But by the time you get to that, where it's like, all the things I put in this, I didn't put in a compass. Like, you're just like, I don't give a fuck about this thing. Okay, so, so men in, we have a penis joke. Right. Okay. At two minutes and 16 seconds, we have the comedic vomit. The, you know, the Rocky Balboa vomit. The Rocky Balboa vomit. What remember, does that mean? Remember he was like, he the, the kids threw eggs and he caught them in his thermos and he drank it. Oh, Rocky yeah. Rocky Balboa style. And a bleh vomit. Yeah, and it was like such a really awkward vomit too. Like it was like, it almost looked like a jump cut to a whole nother shot. Like it was just like, <laughs> So we have excrement. I hated it. We have excrement and we have penis joke. But don't worry, 20 seconds later we get the first physical gag when 
his bike hits the car after seeing Violet, what was her name, Violet oh, Valentine. Who gives a shit what anybody's name this by the movie way, is? It's kind of funny that Violet Valentine, by the way, she fosters three children, right? She has a house, but she works as a waitress. Single mom. Um, yeah, because in the world of movies, that's all women I want to live in Salem. By the way, Salem in this looks great. I will say... But everyone's an asshole! If, if there's any benefit from this, the set designer is great. It felt like that, Halloween. That I, will, that I will give credit to. Uh, I, 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 say... I can definitely give credit to whoever was responsible for the sets of this movie. Um, <laughs> that being, you know, the actual town, uh, the haunted house, the corn maze, yes. the, the woods... The interior of, uh, particularly, uh, uh, Walter's house. Yes. I thought was done really well. Um, this is one of the movies, cause you know how I always say like, you know, uh, I, I know like you and Clint and Joe, whatever, you guys are more into movies as an art form, whereas I just look, watch them as a form of entertainment. Like Criterion Connection. So, you know, you guys will look at like the cinematography and the set design, whatever. This is one of those few movies where I had to do that because I needed <laughs> to find something to enjoy. In this uh, movie. Speaking of Salem, I'm wearing, I realize I'm wearing a Salem Film Fest from 2019 shirt when I went to Salem last year. So, yeah. if you, I've never been to Salem, by the way, go to Salem. It's very beautiful there. Uh, I would not go Halloween weekend. I would go maybe two weekends before Halloween. And I, oh, wrong one. I am wearing an ICW No Holds Barred t-shirt because I like deathmatch wrestling. Did, did, they ever have a, did they ever have a show in Salem or Massachusetts in general? No, but if you want them to come to Salem... Massachusetts in 2021 let them know ICW no holds barred no rules <clears throat> and that's the way we like uh, it so uh, let me go through some of these notes uh, we got to set up the characters too I wrote oh god Ray Liotta the fucking stars have fallen oh Ray Liotta poor Ray Liotta uh, more like Ray Liotta uh, fuck he, and he didn't even do a good job like usually like Usually, like, when you get one of these guys, they'll usually, like, put in, like, a decent performance and be good or fine. He is really bad. Yeah, he has dyslexia. Uh, or is he just dumb? Oh, by the way, spoilers. There's gonna be spoilers in this, because who gives a fuck? I also wrote, Hubie Lewis... Uh, sorry, Hubie, what's his name? Dubois? Dubois. Uh, sorry, Hubie Hub Lewis and the News. Or, since Adam Sandler's Jewish, ha oh, shit. Hubie Lewis and the Jews. Um... So, Hubie uh, Dubois, pro-BMXer. That bit didn't get old, did it? You know when he's riding his bike and people just throw shit yeah. at him? Yeah. Oh, God. And then they threw a, someone threw a fucking TV at him, and you're like, that joke. Yeah, it's not funny. It's you're just like, not funny. And I love slapstick. I love stupid shit. You do. But it did nothing for me. Uh... Boner donor shirt. Okay, okay, that's another thing that's I liked about this movie. I did like, uh, I did like uh, Hubie's mom's uh, t-shirts, like the boner donor. Um, I'm trying to remember, there's a there there was a farting. Oh, I did like the one that said I shaved my balls for this. Yeah, I can relate to that one. Uh, I, I did think those were funny. They were dumb, but they were harmless. Also, there's one joke. I had one. My first chuckle. I noted my first chuckle. And we'll talk more about Steve Buscemi in a bit. Uh, Walter Lambert boarding up his windows because of a draft. It kind of got me chuckling because he's just hammering. It's like, oh, you got a little drafty. Dang, dang, dang. And I thought I had a chuckle with it. Um, I That one, I got lost in the dialogue. So I didn't, it didn't get me as funny. It is a funny idea, but uh, that's another thing about this. Um, so the, through the whole movie, Caitlin is like, oh, he's going to be a werewolf. You just watch. He's going to be a werewolf. They're really hammering that in. I was like, 
yeah, babe, but what if he's not? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, trust me, a lot of this, we're gonna talk about some good, and it's mostly gonna be Steve Buscemi. Yeah. It's gonna be all Steve Buscemi, let's be real. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else did I write? Uh, there's a black cat sighting at 28 minutes with uh, SNL cast member Melissa Villasenor. She's usually funny, not in this. Um, Wait, which one was she? She's uh, the one with know. the black cat. She's the one who has the black cat. You gotta, you gotta do better than that. I don't remember. Uh, she was the neighbor. The cat almost got around. Oh, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, 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 she might as well not have been in this movie. I hope she got paid well. Uh, for, for, for this. I hope everybody <clears throat> got paid well for this. I also wrote Violet is definitely messing with him, right? So I'm thinking, oh, she's in on a joke or something. Oh no, she actually is infatuated with Hubie Sher, Sher- uh, Hubie Dubois Sherbert. Dubois. Schubert. 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 Schubert Dubois. Um, two things. Number one, uh, she was the woman from Happy Gilmore. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. I forgot about that. And number two, um, you know what? I thought her character was refreshing because, hey, someone who doesn't hate yes. Hubie for no fucking reason, who actually gives this man a fucking chance and realizes, hey, he's nice. Maybe I shouldn't be a dick to this guy. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know, it's great. Um, Among the other really just up, just up insufferable characters I think my in this problem movie. with her was, like, I thought she was messing with him because everyone else was fucking with him. Could you? But, no, but you know what? Maybe, but considering how there's no subtlety at all with any of these people... I think you're giving the movie too much. You gave the movie uh, a little too much credit, and assuming then, that right after she leaves, her she drives off saying, "You can stop by my uh, my diner, so I can give you some hot soup." There was a woman who walked up saying she was asexual, but she was turned on. Asexual joke, guys. That wasn't funny. Uh, that that wasn't funny. Uh, guess what? Uh, all by Hubie during Halloween, he is the Halloween monitor, and I'm guessing they gave him a sash, as in it's. Halloween monitor, like a hall monitor. Well, no, no, no. They, they, they. No, no, no. That wasn't actually a, a official sash. That was like one of his mom's scars that I know. I know, I know but like, I guess is that the joke is hall monitor, but Halloween. I guess. Are there really any jokes in this movie? Because last uh, time I checked, jokes were supposed to be Tim funny. Meadows and his hair. Um, that was okay. Here's the thing about that one. If they would have just left it for his costume that he had throughout the rest of the, throughout the majority of the movie. And he just was bald the rest the, when he wasn't in costume. I think that would have actually been a funnier thing, but the fact that he had it and it just looks so bad. And you're just looking at Tim. You're like, especially at the end when you find out he's jealous of uh, Hubie's hair, it's like his glorious hair. But dude, Tim, you make a great bald man. Um, I will say, uh, I turned off the movie last night. I watched it last night into this morning. I turned it off at this point with Tim Meadows saying I heard a noise. And he was like this, or this one. Oh, he's and trying to fake duplicate the noise? I turned it off. Yeah, it wasn't you good. You lost me there. was not good. Um, I even wrote, the bit with the noises, hate this. A lot of unfunny Ryan gangs like Hubie is always scared of everything. Yeah, like, I don't get that. If he's if he's such a Halloween guy, why is he scared of everything? Well, maybe because he's so into Halloween that when... Because Halloween's supposed to scare you. So if he loves Halloween, so that means he's going to be uber scared. Also, also, here's another thing that pissed me off. So, so Hubie's is really this, like, really nice guy. Hubie seems like the kind of guy, like, you look at his house, you're like, his house is, like, would be the most popular house on the block, 
And he looks like the kind of guy who would give out full size candy bars. Well, if you saw when they were when they did like the radio, the radio was talking. We'll get to the fucking radio. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a montage of everyone setting up, like you know, the dad sees like the little girl in the fucking Harley Quinn shirt, and he's like. Oh, that was, that, okay, that was, okay, here's the thing, that was actually a joke that almost gave me a chuckle, Yeah. if, like, but it was just, it was a joke that was just done too late, it yeah. was no longer relevant, how everybody was dressing up as Harley, as uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn, yeah. I did catch a comic book Harley Quinn at the Halloween party, uh, but other than that, yeah. but it's, again, it was the case of a joke that would have been really funny two years but, ago. But, yeah, during that montage, you see Hubie's uh, mother open the, the pantry closet and it's just a wall of Kit Kat bars. Yeah, and I'm just like... You would go there. Yeah, like, that's the other thing. It's like, I, I hate to I hate to inject some logic into this. But instead, we gotta get the priest hanging upside down on a tree. But... Why... The nice guys are usually the best houses for Halloween. What the... Is this world that we live in? Uh, there's poop at 34 minutes in Walter's basement. Yeah. Uh, I'll give. Here's the thing. I will give the poop credit. It was alluding to the idea that he was the werewolf. Uh, I'll give it credit. <clears throat> there was a storyline purpose. There was a purpose for the poop. Okay, and I can't say that about poop often. Uh, I, I will wrote, say also it wrote. Here. Keenan Thompson has no work, apparently, because he's doing this. Uh, boner, the boner joke. Like, I made a big boner. Like, a big mistake from it that was, joke. It was funny the first time. Yeah. Not funny, haha, but just, eh, it's funny. It's hey, the late, the it's late, humorous. The nice lady said boner. But then he's he says boner. Oh, remember, like, he accidentally hits that kid when he's doing that presentation at the school, and then a food fight breaks out? I, I don't know. Remember the teacher that the Cleopatra teacher shows up and she just makes fun of a Doyle? Like he's like a he's like eleven year old kid, lady. Yeah, but look at how they treat Hubie. Like that's a, that's the <clears> thing. <throat> like nothing really sticks as far as Here's... like as like even even insults don't really like jokes don't really stick because everyone's such a miserable, insufferative piece of shit. Like when, like, like when Hubie gets pushed into the grave. Yeah. Or like when Tim Meadows and his wife are like are, are like constantly like bickering about shit. Talk about two useless fucking characters. Talk about a waste. That was my of, next note. Talk note. about a waste of two really funny people in Tim Meadows and Maya Rudolph. You wasted two of my favorite SNL alumni on this. I'm gonna let Adam Sandler pass. He's one of my favorite alumni as a member, as a cast You're member. You're talking about the post millennium. I'm talking about like well, keep in mind, Adam Sandler is the reason this exists. I'm talking about people who weren't the reason. No, you're talking about, like, your favorite SNL alums post-millennium. Millennium. No, so just, 2000. Well, I don't have, like, a top five well, Because Adam Sandler was an SNL person. I know. I'm saying Adam Sandler's one of them, but I'm not counting him because he's responsible for this movie. If it wasn't for Adam Sandler, we wouldn't also, have this fucker. can I say, I hate to say that if there's any positive of Chris Farley no longer being with us. It's oh, my God. in this movie. Oh, my God. Chris Farley, he would have been... You know what? I'll bet you he would have been Hubie. <clears throat> also, if, if Chris Farley, I'm telling you right now, Adam Sandler, if you can hear my words, I want you to swear to me that if Chris Farley was alive today, fat or thin, he would have been Hubie and not you. Hubie. That's me doing uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Hubie Dubois. I love Halloween, <laughs> but I've got what you call a little bit of a weight problem. 
Uh, and I and hey, I love Chris Farley. So don't don't you dare yeah, think to totally. go in the comments and say I'm disrespecting the legacy of Chris Farley. Chris Farley is one of my idols. He's one of my heroes uh, of comedy. If we had a table here, he would jump on the. Table. Yes, I would in tribute. Um, also, fuck Tim Meadows because we're at the drive-in. You know this because you've been to the drive-in too. You don't put on your high beams. Yes, yes. Kayla and I were talking about that. Who? Okay, here's the other thing. As much as everyone hates Hubie for some fucking reason, and as big a dickheads as everybody is in this movie, you would think that, like, someone's car interrupting a movie, they would have just murdered him right then and there. They would have just stabbed his eyeballs out, since that's how how erratic everybody is in fucking Salem for no fucking reason. Now they got at least have a reason. Hey, we tried to watch a we tried to watch a public domain movie and 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 this Tim Meadows or Baldy McTupe over here, he uh he interrupted our also our public domain I movie. I feel so sorry for the uh Whoever gets the royalties for Creature of the Black Lagoon, your movie was featured in this movie. I did like how the kid. We haven't even got to the fucking kids yet. Yeah. Uh, but, but okay, so <clears throat> I'm at the point where in, this, in the plot, Steve Buscemi really shines. So we gotta talk about Steve Buscemi. Let's yeah. talk about something nice. Steve Buscemi is a fucking gem. Steve Buscemi is the only reason to watch this. Yes. Uh Steve Buscemi is another person that's connected to Steve Buscemi. Eh. <clears throat> I know uh, what you're. I know what you're gonna say. I, it was okay. It's them together. It's more them together than. Oh, them like separate. at the very end, yes. Also, like, uh, okay. So there's this idea of the escaped patient. Forgot the guy's name, Richie something. Doesn't matter. They forgot about this movie <clears throat> so many times. So hold on. So hold So there's three different timelines. Plot points. We have Hubie. Oh, I guess we also have the subplot of Violet likes Hubie. But and still, we also, but it's then still we also, to Hubie. We also have the plot of. Uh, the oldest, the, the freshman son, and the girl that uh, likes him, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have the two sisters. So there's, there's these subplots, but then we have this escaped convict, and then we have the potential werewolf. This this werewolf thing going on, and also there's this whole like thing with the cop at some point with the mayor. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. this felt like it should have been a ske- a collection of sketches. Yes. Okay, this so, shouldn't have been a whole movie. <clears throat> but they all coincide because I'm thinking, okay, Walter is the the escaped convict, and then the escaped convict who has a pig mask. You think he's the killer, so he's like, we gotta talk, and it's Rob Schneider. I thought it was gonna be David Spade. No, I thought it was gonna be uh 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 Dickie Roberts. That's David Spade. Sh- no, Nick Schwartzman. Oh, him. No, I'm not thinking about. I'm thinking like, what was the porn star one? I know Bucky Larson. I know who you're talking Bucky about. Bucky Larson. Um, I said to Kayla, I was like, I swear to God, if it's if it's David Spade, I'm gonna be very upset. And I like David <clears> Spade. <throat> don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, this is a waste of David Spade. But the movie does something, <clears throat> and I will give it credit for this. It makes a big plot twist, and it doesn't pay off in the end. <clears throat> but big plot twist where, anything in this movie but, pay off? But, like, you have Rob Schneider. You think he's the killer. He's not. You think that Walter might be the killer or, and a werewolf. He's not. Because it's revealed that Walter escaped the asylum and Richie or whatever the fuck the guy is. Rob Schneider is a stapler. He, uh, he goes to rescue him. So that's the plot point. So basically, Walter is not Walter. 
he is some guy that thinks it, he's Walter. Was Lambert. he like his? Was it like his dad or his brother? Uh, no, Schneider's dad or I brother? I think he just saw. No, I think it was he saw the name on a his headstone. No, 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 no. Walter was the fake name. I'm saying his real identity in the movie. I, if I remember correctly, I think that's Rob Schneider's character's brother or something. They're friends. No, they're they're, they're patients. They're, they're roommates. I know, but I could have sworn <clears throat> they said they were related. Uh, anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. This movie sucks. Anyway, so like, when like you know he starts licking Rob Schneider's hand. And so it's like, what, he's like, what have you been doing? And I, this is, the, well, this is the first laugh out loud I had of the whole movie. There's, there's three laugh out louds. I don't count the last two because they, they're, they count as one because it's the same scene. Um, so he's like, I was peeing here, peeing there. I'm peeing now. And he looks down and starts peeing. And I laughed out loud because I guess I went insane. <clears throat> I thought that was mildly humorous. You were looking for something. Uh, and then. Oh, and then let's not forget when he goes when Hubie goes to the haunted house. I guess him being scared of everything pays off, because he like maces that one guy. Yeah. Um. Who <clears throat> I who I gotta say, forget Mace in the face. He was probably one of the nicer people to Hubie than anybody else. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. There's they, those two characters are now red herring. So now the plot's like, where are we going? So now I'm slightly intrigued here. I am slightly intrigued with this. Like, where are they gonna go? Because I thought they could have went the generic predictable route but they didn't so then i'm like oh no it's gonna be violet and it isn't violet before we go there we also have to mention i guess the radio yeah that was fucking dumb yeah so angela is the radio host for the spooky monster mash of a night and uh it's shack it's shack it's shack whose radio voice is a lady uh i and here, here's an here's another example of a joke that they that could have worked somewhere else, but it didn't quite it didn't quite work for me. Is when his wife is introduced and she and she has a very so he his radio voice is a, a womanly voice. So he, we meet his wife who has a very manly voice. And if they would have just left it at that, if they would have just not said anything, that could have been funny. No. Nope. Then Hubie has to make a, a crack about like, oh oh, is that your radio voice? Like. What do you mean in my radio what voice? What do you mean my radio voice? And it's like, guys, come on. You guys should know better than to, to you know, like, like you're Did talking about you Adam Sandler has been doing comedy for like 40 years or whatever. I'm just saying, like, these are like, like Adam Sandler is like one of those dudes who like should know better. Like I've seen him do really funny sketches on Saturday Night Live. I've seen him do, do good in moves. And I'm not just talking about like Waterboy, um, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, those movies. But even like in movies like uh, like Punch Drunk Love, he was good. Click Spanglish, Spang- a, a little bit. Funny people, a little I wasn't bit. really into. Uncut Gems. He can do a lot, and this movie he just decides. Well, well, why? Mo- why? Well, mostly wanted to talk about as a comedian because he is he knows better as a comedian about timing and when you when you do what when you don't do what and just seeing it just like be ignored by someone who knows better is to, and and i said this to caitlin and caitlin asked a really good and or not had not asked a good question she had a good thought too i said how is it that a guy who created one of the best kids movie trilogies of like the last decade in the hotel transylvania series how is he responsible for all this crap that we've been getting and caitlin said it best Every he has to make like three or four shitty movies to get to Hotel Transylvania. Then he had to make th- four or five more to get to tr- number two, and then four or five more think, to get to three. I also think there's probably a lot of improv going on, and sometimes 
I know the the comedian's funny, but sometimes the improv doesn't work. Yeah, like I know some people look say, at, look at Ghostbusters, the the all female one. They don't let things breathe. They just yeah, just do it. And and not only that, but like I know like a lot of people say like, oh I love it. You can just tell they're having fun. You can tell they're having a good time. It's like okay, but is their having fun and having a good time getting in the way? Of telling a good story or getting in the way of the jokes or actually making a good movie. Sometimes that can work. That can be fun. <clears throat> but at the same time, you've got to know when to be professional and when to be having fun. Uh, uh, yeah, so it all ends up, you think it's violent and it's not. And it's at the, the call is traced at Hubie's house. And like, oh shit, what's going on? What's going to happen? Uh, and so I don't, at this point, I have no clue where the movie's going to go. No clue. I'm like, I'm kind of intrigued. And then you see it's the mother. And it makes total sense. It makes, it makes sense. It, it's one of the few things in this movie that makes sense. And here's where... And, I, you know, and here's the thing. She's not a villain because... She's kind of right. They're all being terrible people. Right. Now here's where the end pissed me off in that regard. Okay. So it's revealed that Hubie's mom is the killer... Or attempted killer. Because I don't know if she, I can't remember if she actually killed anybody at this she point. She did not. She was going to burn him at the stake like her great-great-great-grandmother. Which they did reference in the movie that day he is a descendant of one of the people right. from the Salem Witch Trials. So, she's going to kill these people for... And honestly, rightfully so. These people yeah. are just horrible to their yeah. son. There's no let up. There's no shades of gray. These people are just awful. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like... And she even points this out. Even when they're like trying... like trying to ask him for help or be nice to him. They can't stop making fun of him. They can't stop being being shitty to him. Like the kid at the at his work, uh fucking Ray Liotta, uh Tim Meadows and his and my like all these people are just like they just can't stop being rude also, to this guy for no reason. And the thing is is and, and okay, sure. They come up with their reason why they why that like oh, they hate Hugh because they're jealous. They're jealous of his hair or his He's just uh, dumb. his intelligence or this and that. And it's like that is fine in a story, but you need to you can't just like have these people be like all these horrible people all the time and then just spring it on and then expect us to be happy that like oh Hubie stopped his mom from killing him blah it's like no with the these, soup right these people did not learn a lesson they they're not, they're being nice to him now because uh it's revealed that uh she escapes she does the hey look Frankenstein so yeah so everyone's just being nice to him because his mom could kill him at any time. Yeah, and you know, he got elected mayor out of fear. Yeah, and I just like they didn't. Nobody learned anything. Nobody, you know. It's just ah, oh, this is just such a bad movie with a bad message with a bad well de deliverance. There everything. was one joke. Here now we're gonna get to my two parts. It's the same scene, so they don't come as one. The one part I laughed out loud, cackled. It happens about an hour and 22 minutes. I think I know. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking oh. about. Because I think I told you, I think I gave you that oh, same time code. Oh, is it? I think I gave you that that same time code and said, I finally, I finally laughed. And it's when basically when Kevin James with the comical hair and mullet and all that stuff, uh, Kean Thompson are like, freeze. And then next to them is Rob Schneider and Steve Buscemi. He's like, well, and I have the actual quote. He says... Uh, hold your fire on until my command, Steve Buscemi says. Just like, yeah, they're just got their <laughs> finger guns. I did laugh at that. I did say at that moment, 
I finally laughed. And then... Like, at, like a proper laugh. And then his mom saying, like, you know, my great-great-great-great-grandmother uh, was burnt, was nice to everyone, but it was burned at the stake. And then he cut to Steve Buscemi, he was like, I was there. I laughed at that. Because for those who weren't paying attention, the running joke was everyone thought he was this guy who allegedly never died. Yes. And so the idea is he was a werewolf for all these years, so he was, you know... But then it just turns out, no, he's dumb Steve Buscemi. But um, no, that was actually funny. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, it took them long enough. Um, honestly, I have nothing else to say about the movie. I have nothing else it's, to say. It's one of those things, like, we could talk about the kids' plot line, but there wasn't any. No. Uh, we could talk about... I did like that uh, at the end, the very, one year later... Uh, also, can we talk about the cringy, like, the... Like, Violet and Hubie kissing yeah, the TV. That's... That wasn't funny. <clears throat> but one year later, this part I thought was a little humorous is when the kids come out dressed as... <laughs> they're dressed as the cops. And uh, Steve Buscemi and uh, Rob Schneider. I thought that was kind of cute and humorous. Yeah. Especially since... I, get, I think her name was Megan, I think. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Uh, she was dressed as Steve Buscemi with the werewolf arms. And I'm thinking to myself... She just did. She get fostered. I do like the outfit that um, kid guy freshman brother. His name Tim. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I did like his Tin Man outfit. What? Well, why with, did with he, the David? I was gonna say, David why Bowie. did he have a David Bowie thing? I don't get it. So they have to paint his whole face silver. Yeah. So I, basically, you hate the movie. I, I hated it. I thought. It isn't the worst Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen. I thought if I had to give it out a five, I'd give it two. No. Maybe this, two and a half? This as I don't want to say zero. I don't like giving zero. So I'll say it gets half a star. Nice. I, I hated this movie. Like I've seen I mean, it's it's the worst one I've seen. I've seen Jack and Jill. I did not see Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill is barely a movie. Well, this was barely a movie. Unless, you, unless you like Al Pacino saying about Dunkin' Donuts. Just that on loop would have been... Also, Adam movie. Sandler doing... Imagine this movie, but he's playing both male and female. So it's double the Sandler. I don't, I don't want to. Could you handle it? No. Let's I could it. barely handle this maybe movie. We should, maybe in the comment section below, you can, people can let us know we should watch <sighs> Jack and Jill. Oh, God. We're going to watch Jack and Jill. Went up the hill and jumped off a fucking cliff. Alright, well, speaking of jumping off a cliff, this show's going to jump off a cliff because that's going to have to do it for this special edition of the Mink and Dish podcast. Uh, not just where you get your podcast, but also on YouTube. Uh, as we're, do we're doing it in video format as well. Uh, so, you know, do you want us to watch Jack and Jill? Do you really want us to do that? Tell us in the comments, but I really hope oh, you Oh, you know don't. what you do? I no, really wish you no, so We could do another holiday special edition of this. Let's do Christmas Vacation 2. That was a better movie than this movie. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm Christmas Vacation 2 had nothing funny about it. That's not true. Zero. Nothing. Yeah, but... At least this one has something to do with Halloween. I didn't want to kill myself after this. This one has something to do with Halloween. Christmas Vacation 2 has nothing to do with, with Christmas. Meh. Well... 
nevertheless, argue about that in the comments section. I hope you guys have a happy Halloween, because... Yeah, and don't forget to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You're already on the YouTube if you're watching this one YouTube, but subscribe, like, follow, everything like that. Don't forget Wade and I's band, Meteor King, meteorking.bandcamp.com. You can find links to all the social media there, merch, downloads, all that great stuff, um, as well as the YouTube. Plus, we also have the Minkinish Vimeo, where you can... Watch uh, the Making Dish shorts on there as well. So like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do at your respective social media. You know, enjoy sharing with a friend or family or a loved one. And we will see you next time. Till then, I'm Scott the Bot Savage along with Swade Wade. Ryan, reminding you, as always, to keep it clean. Keep it sweet. But most importantly, you've got to keep it mint, mint condition. Dish as the real one chick town.